coming to you live from Austin, Texas, the University of Texas. Um, I'm here with John Willis, Michael Cote, yeah, and uh, we're here to talk to Mr. Willis all about uh, DevOps and what he's up to these you days. Know, you know what I like about DevOps Days Austin is it's in Austin. What is the odds of that? Yeah. I'm going to use that yeah, joke. Are there any good hamburgers in Austin? Oh, now there's a You know, I think, I think if you go to the Driscoll, you get a good hamburger there. You said there. that. I didn't yeah. realize they have good hamburgers there. Yeah, well, I, I like they that place because it's a on, like, Sundays. They got good everything. Yeah. They got, like, your uh, your Woody Allen era jazz it, like, really music expensive? in there. This is what we used to do on a podcast. Yeah, yeah just, just for the, the first 20 minutes talking about hamburgers. Isn't it expensive? You know, if I you, if you eat in the bar, the bar is not expensive. They got a fancy pants I heard the bar is pretty low. So hey, the hamburger's ooh, pretty good. That's in the second floor. Ah, shaboom. All right, well, we're done. Devils. All right, thank you. <laughs> exactly. So, so there, were, there was a couple of talks this morning that were basically like uh, DevOps remembrances. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And and uh, how, many, how many years was it that someone was saying, like, this thing has been around for? I guess if you go by uh, Patrick as the coining the thing, um, it was uh, 2009. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was thinking, like, uh, when Andrew Schaefer was up there talking, I was thinking, like, all of us now are, are, are at, like, big fancy companies. Like we've all kind of like uh, this is all like we got we got jobs now. You've grown up, yeah. yeah which which is kind of I mean you're you're at the uh, the famous Docker, Barton here, Dell EMC, also gigantic company. I work at Pivotal, so forth and so. Which is also Dell EMC. Yes, yes. Well, we're technically owned by Dell Technologies. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it it is sort of like uh, there's this mainstreaming of stuff. So what's your point? Kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't have a point. All of my questions end in periods. <laughs> so, okay, so you got up there and you talked about uh, some of the superstars who have helped make this movement. So, and I think you had 10, but you took it to 11. Wasn't there a bonus person at the end? Well, the, the bonus was uh, um, actually a serious rant. But the, the, the idea originally was, you know, the lineup here is so people watch this, go watch the videos. Because you've got, um, you know, the Austin organizers pulled in, you know, I mean, the 10 I talked about are 10 of my favorite people. You have Gene, you have Nicole, you have Jez, you have Damon, you have Patrick, um, you have uh, Theo, you have, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Michael, I'm like, this is, you know, I mean, people pay 1500 bucks for a conference and you don't get the quality of speakers that we're seeing in two days. So, I was thinking, do I really need to do a serious presentation <laughs> given all that talent? I started thinking about... Um, the answer is no, but yes. Yes. Uh, so I, uh, and then the other stupid, there's this stupid thing on Facebook that shows these weird unicorn pictures. Ah. I'm thinking, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to do, kind of make fun. Because there's, like, all the speakers are pretty awesome, but the thing is, I have a, like, a cool story about every one of them. You know, I had the one with Gene, how I met Gene, um, how, you know, how I met Andrew on your Agile exec when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you started out with that, you know. So I, I, I figured, you know, I can actually tell people a little bit about these people, tell people how they have some historical impact on this DevOps thing, and make fun of them. Yeah. Who'd you get to do those pictures? I or stole them shamelessly. You just found Somebody's going to get sued seriously. Yeah, yeah. You might want to take that off the belt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and I think speaking about uh, taking yourself seriously, I think one of the things that you said is that, you know, you, people tell you you're a big deal, but the, the only way that you yourself really internalize it was when you were mean. Well, maybe, that, maybe you I can talk, so talk about that. Those, uh, the guys at Heavy Water, the Sensu guys, so I'm in China. And I'm doing this presentation, and I guess I did this thing like this, Gesticulating. Right? And I guess. I, yeah, I have no idea what that means, but yes, sure. absolutely. Um, so 
they went ahead and turned it into a meme where they, you know, had me holding a deer and they, and and then like another picture and they're on this roll with her. And I thought like, okay, now you've really made it. Like DevOps Hamburg, first DevOps days, knowing having the bat phone to Gene Kim. Like That's all none peanuts. of it. And I, I did I did this like yeah, I'm a big deal. But you're not really a big deal until somebody memes your ass. So that was fun. Was, I, I like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But, you know, to your point, uh, at the end, though, I did kind of flip it to a serious point, which is, you know, um, the kind of carnage that's going on in our industry and sexism that uh, we're just, as men, tolerating. Um, and, uh, and I made the point, like, if I was in a group of five guys and somebody had a racist remark, I would tell them, fuck off. I wouldn't tolerate it. But like a lot of times when people make sexist remarks and those same kind of like you're at a conference, I kinda of sit there and I kinda of let it happen. And my only point is that we all need to stop letting that happen because even though it seems harmless at that level of five people talking, the, the um the vicious cycle that has occurred are the things like what happened to Susan Fowler Hoover, what happened to Jesse Fazlar Darker. I mean, so I, I just wanted to make a plea that, hey, we're all good people. Let's, when we hear a sexist remark, let's just stop it, nip it in the bud, and you know, maybe it will happen. Yeah, you know, I think one thing that was interesting was at a Cloud Foundry Summit, um, and the woman who's about my age was talking about when she graduated from Pomp Sci. I'm going to date myself, but probably... Cornelia. Yeah, it was Cornelia. And then in the mid-80s, late-80s, there was about... I'm just, These are the relative numbers. About 30% of her class was women. And today, it's something like 15% or 18%, mm. which is which is really surprising because you would have thought it would have been the inversion of that and that today things were... Uh, there'd be a lot more women in comp sign. Actually, it's gone the, the I, opposite. I had a woman... You know, one of the things I said is after I wrote that burnout article, I have now a lot of people that come up to me at conferences... And, you know, I think this idea when you make yourself vulnerable um, and you, you put yourself out there. Now, a lot of people come up to me and grab me and say, hey, can I talk to you? And they'll tell me these, like, very serious burnout stories. Another thing that's happened is I've had a lot of women come up to me and tell me these horrific stories about how they've been treating as a kind of variant of burnout. And I had one woman in London, and this, this kind of stuck with me. She said, she said, you know, she says, you guys are always talking about getting more women in STEM. Why don't you think more about how you can keep your women in STEM? You're like, like, yeah, you know, like, like we do a really crappy job of uh, keeping, you know, so, I don't know, you know, I mean, it's all good, DevOps is great, it's a great presentation, um, you know, I think a lot of people are doing retrospectives on, like, you know, Patrick Kidney's, you know, what, what, you know, what, what's happened, you know, what, what we got to, what we're, like, where we're not at, um, you know, so I think we, we're in a stage now where we, we need to kind of figure out who we are. Sure. Like we got the enterprise, we got the message. Like, but what? What's next? What? What? Is <laughs> so, what would you say with with DevOps? What, what are we in now? Six, seven years in? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, again, if you say the stake in the ground was Patrick DeBar's uh, coined event called yeah, DevOps like Day in Kent, two thousand nine. You know, that was that's, really eight, the, that's eight years. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first time. You know, good people, with math there. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I did that in my head. <laughs> people had been talking about variants of things like this for quite a long time. But, like, you know, this idea, you know, it's like cloud, right? Like, everybody, oh, it's... Oh, 32 settings, we've well, got a long time. But, you know, Amazon, like, put a stake in the ground, right? Like, so, so Patrick put a stake in the ground. So we're eight years. Um, what would you, so what were some of the things that you'd say now are, are truisms that back then you were sort of hoping would be 
would become real, and then what are the ones we still have to work on? You know, I think um, um, it, I, I'm actually at the point now is where I, I prefer if we stop using the word one of the things I've learned quite a bit over the last, um, actually, a lot from Gene, but is I, I've been doing all research on the Toyota parking systems, and to, should be no surprise, we are repeating a lot of things that we already knew about. You know, all these things, even culture, even how Toyota, you know, the whole Kata culture of how, um, you know, Jez, Jez's presentation was talking about, you know, uh, a lot about Kata. All that comes from uh, Toyota and what they thought. You know, so my point is that like we can look at a lot of industries, you know, we can look at like resilience engineer and human factor safety and people who can, who investigate like airplane crashes and like John Osbar is bringing forward a lot of that information into our industry. Uh, you know, Andrew does an Andrew Shape does an amazing job of kind of pulling in all the learning organization stuff. And so at this point, like, is it really DevOps or is it just this um, conglomerate of a lot of great ideas that are getting pieced together? But we just need to kind of put in more, in more puzzle places, and let's you know. I mean, I don't know. You know. I, I guess that I guess one thing I think is it's one I've noticed is it's not binary, right? It's not like you you get DevOps, you don't give up DevOps. For most of the people you talk to, it's not to be corny, but it's a journey, right? And it's when you change culture, it's it's not an overnight process. It's, as uh, uh, just talked about with with the Numi plants and and how that that sort of transition. And so it's sort of a, a slower step, and I think, I won't say every step along the way, but it's it's incremental, so you can get, it's, once again, not binary, you don't have to get it all to, to get improvements, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that, that I see people when I go talk to organizations accepting is like, uh, we're gonna have to learn and figure out how to do all this stuff. And can, like, there's not like a playbook that we can execute on, which I think I think that's a, that's a pretty big revelation for the way most people in organizations operate. So. We should wrap up, because you had to do something. But yeah. I, have, I have one last question, totally off topic, except that it's in the tech world. So you Hamburgers. Do, that's right, hamburgers. You do BizDev, right? So so what? Uh, give, it, give us, like, what's the weirdest thing you've learned about BizDev that you weren't expecting? You know, it, it's, uh, it, I think it varies, right? Like, you know, it, my BizDev situation was actually doing a uh, company that's growing so fast. It's kind yeah, of oh, yeah, yeah. the hell thing. So... I didn't really like it. I mean, I like I did a bunch of China stuff, and that was fantastic. Which are you talking about? Where you're at now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's yeah. So yeah. okay. Um, the thing about BizDev, it's really hard, especially when you're a small startup that's getting. This actually happened with Chef too. Um, like everybody kind of wants to be involved with you, but you're so small mm. that you can't. Like you know, you can't horizontally deal with these companies. And so you and and what's even worse, like the small one two person startup says, oh, you have to look at our stuff. You mentor them and say, hey, do this, do that. But they're like, can I get like your CEO to come to a speaker? No. Yeah, and, yeah. But even worse than that, it's the multi-billion dollar market cap companies that come to yeah. you. And you have to say no to them. And they don't understand it. They're like, wait a minute. Don't you realize we make? And like, you yeah, do. But like, if I went ahead tomorrow and started a relationship with like 10, you know, even multi-billion dollar market cap companies... Yeah, no, that, that's, crush me as a company. No, that's that's a good insight. I mean, to put it, you know, to put it in uh, in an analogous way. Like, I think one of the things that you only learn about sales when you do it is that a huge part of sales is qualifying people you're talking with. 
to make sure that you're spending your time you wisely. Be, and, you know, yeah. You've got to be really careful. Yeah. No, especially one, at a startup. And else? the ones that look like on paper, like, oh, wow, this is a you know, $10 billion market company. Like, why wouldn't you want to work yeah. with us? Well, the answer is I don't have the resources to work with you. Yeah. And I think that in itself is a, is a great learnings because oftentimes you'll – as a as you say, as a startup, you're hungry to work with these big companies. You commit, and then you can't deliver, yeah, no. and then everyone gets frustrated. No, I think and you have to be wise to this. Actually, yeah. you know, I did. I did a lot of. It's kind of classic DevOps. I was saying a lot of no's to a lot of um, really big companies, and you know, and it was there were awkward conversations. But but you know, and you can say, you know, I mean, I I just um, I can't go do a road show with you. Yeah, and I you got, only got so much. Time. I got three people to work with me, like. Like the third one, I'm done, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so, yeah and you got a lot of frogs in that pool you got to yeah. get out. Although no, that problem I don't think will be for you anymore. I actually, right? yeah, yeah, I'm selling my house. He's joking. Okay, I thought, thought was a me, I thought it was a metaphor. My wife made me buy a new house that doesn't have a pool, and I had a pool. Didn't you and just put in a pool? I did. Okay. And so I actually solved the frog problem, which was getting crazy, where all these frogs would show up. We solved that, and now I have to get a new house without a pool. No frogs, but... That's one solution. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank I gotta you. go, man. Yeah, thanks for taking a little bit of time. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, always we'll see you around next time, buddy.